what's going on guys what's going on i pray that you're doing well healthy in your body even as your soul prospers my name is rashid terry and this is episode two of spiritual fitness season two glory to god glory to god now this channel focuses on spiritual fitness to train our mind body and souls to submit to the spirit of the living god it will encompass spiritual methods given from biblical texts as well as devotionals to encourage motivate and challenge believers of jesus christ to walk in agreement with the word of god the bible says turn at my rebuke surely i will pour out my spirit on you i will make my words known to you glory to god so if you're listening to this today god wants to make his word known to you glory to his name he's a good god he's a good father he's the god our shepherd the god our redeemer he is so righteous and he's holy and he is set apart he is the god of the universe and there is no one like him glory to god so, I, you know, I, I want to confess today. I want to make a confession that, um, that I, was a, I was a born sinner. I was the worst sinner I ever knew. Glory to God. <laughs> I was the worst sinner I ever knew. I was living so much in sin. I was, I was an enemy of God, and I didn't even know it. And for years, I, I thought I, I knew how to intellectually get involved with God. I thought I can intellectually or, you know, I'm from New York. You could just slick talk your way into into uh, being in God's grace. I thought that you could earn God's grace. I later found out that. Oh, man, you know, I, I later found out that all the things that was happening to me in my life was a result of me not knowing that I was a, a, a dead sinner walking. You know, we were all born into sin, not no fault of our own, but we were all born sinners. As the first man, Adam, brought us into sin, it was imputed to us. And so that's our condition. And then as a result of us being born sinners, it's in our heart to do what a sinner does. No matter how hard we try not to. But I lived this life totally, um, totally ignorant of the fact that I cannot earn God's grace. And one day I heard a message after a few or during a funeral It said the devil doesn't care what you believe as long as it's not the truth. And I said, wait a minute. So God ain't the only one in this picture. Like we always say, oh, the devil's a lie. The devil's a lie. But we don't really we we give we don't give the devil enough credit for for how much he is. Uh, he has influenced sin in this world. And so then I started to think, man, all these times I'm thinking God was doing it. Wait, we got a devil that tries to keep us from the truth. And then I heard some good news. I heard good news that Jesus Christ came through the through the womb of the Virgin Mary and he was fully God and fully man. And he walked the earth doing signs, miracles and wonders. And then I heard that he healed all types of sickness and disease. He healed the sick, gave sight to the blind. He walked on water. He did miracles, y'all. 
so many miracles, signs and wonders. It couldn't even be it couldn't even fit the Bible. It was too many to, to count. And and then I found out that he even raised people from the dead. And then I learned that he didn't just get crucified for our sins. No, they arrested him and they blamed him. Jesus was sinless. He was faultless. And then I found out that Jesus didn't even say a mumbling word. He allowed them to do it because he had already been predestined to be the sin sacrifice for me. That's what I heard. And so when I believe that and I believe that he suffered, bled and died on the cross for me. And God raised him from the dead on the third day with all power in his hands and that his shed blood is the power is the is the blood that covers my sins and forgives my sins. I said, well, then that's good news because I don't have to earn God's grace. I could just come through the blood of Jesus. And so that's my confession today is that I'm no longer a sinner. I'm a saint. I'm saved by grace through faith. And I hope that today's word for you will lean you towards the cross of Jesus, will lead you at the foot of his cross to be washed in his blood, to be washed of your sins and to be forgiven of your sins. And that you would accept Christ in your heart as savior, because when you die in this flesh, it's going to return to the dust. But your soul is going to spend an eternity either in a lake of fire separated from God for eternity or for those who believe this good news. They will spend eternity with God. First in heaven and then in his new earth and new heaven, when Jesus returns to claim his kingdom on this earth. Glory to God. So I want to I want to share with you uh, an experience I had. Um, this was during my fast. And glory to God, I was just, you know, I was just wide open, you guys. And and I was real. I was looking in the mirror <laughs> as I'm starting to lose weight in this fast. And I and I looked at this tattoo that I have on my left rib. I got a scripture tatted on my left rib many years ago when I was in the army. Now, again, I'm telling you, I was a wretched sinner and an enemy of God and didn't even know it. I thought this verse that I had tatted on me would be my representation of my repentant heart and i want to read that scripture to you i look matter of fact the scripture is faded on my on my tattoo now i can't even really read it but this is what the scripture is in it's ephesians 1 and 7 it says in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace now glory to god everything about that was true everything about that is true but check this out. I never asked God for forgiveness. I never asked him properly. Jesus said, no one comes to the father except through me. He didn't say through a tattoo. And I totally disregarded that fact, trying to justify myself to God and ask him in my enmity towards him to forgive me by marking my body. Now, the Bible says, but if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's Romans 10 and 9. I don't even remember how I even came across this verse to get it tatted on me. I did not read my Bible. 
you know, you could do like a Google search and just find you a scripture that fits your life. And then you like, all right, boom, I'm justified. I got this tattoo on me. Anybody see it? They know I, I'm, I'm a good guy because I got this scripture on me or uh, God sees it. You know, God knows my heart. Only God can judge me. That's that's the main thing people would say. That's why they get these tattoos on them or these these things. But this is a reminder as I looked in the mirror that this tattoo that there are others out there who think the same way I used to think. There are others out there who wear crosses, who get tattoos, who have crosses on their on their windshield in their car, who have the Virgin Mary candles and rosaries and burning incense and sage and wearing all types of jewelry to, to, to reflect that they're, you know, spiritual or whatever it is. And they wear cross earrings that they think they have justified themselves to God, but have not humbled themselves. I got the perfect example. I was out witnessing the other day and this guy, oh man, you know, the Bible says, love your neighbor. He said, love yourself, but love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? And this guy has a, has a shirt on and it says, GG, what does it say? God got me. He's GGM. And he said, and the back of the shirt said, God got me. Well, I didn't get to read the back of his shirt yet because in the front, I was walking towards him. I said, how you doing, sir? How's your day today? I'm out here praying for people today. Can I pray for you? And he gave me this look like you are beneath me and just walk by. And as I look at the back of his shirt, he said, God got me. And I'm like, God got who? God resists the proud. I just want to tell y'all that. But that's that's just a, an example of just trying to use things like a shirt or some type of image or some type of idol to try to justify yourself. Now, those people that have those rosaries and wear crossings, all those things, they try to justify themselves to God, but they have not humbled themselves. In fact, they walk around proud of their tattoos. This guy walked around proud with his shirt. They walk around proud with their crosses, their rosary, their carved out molding images to Christ, of Christ to justify themselves. So I want to show you through scripture. I want to show you how, how God thinks of these things. And as Isaiah 44 and 17, this is the English Standard Version. It says, and the rest of it he makes into a God his idol and falls down to it and worships it. He prays to it and says, deliver me for you are my God. He's speaking about a man who would cut down his tree to use it to burn for fire. This is the way they made fires back then. And he would use part of it to burn a fire and use the rest to carve an image of what he thought God looked like. Isaiah 57 and 13, the New Living Translation says, let's see if your idols can save you when you cry to them for help. Why? A puff can knock them down. If you just breathe on them, they fall over. But whoever trusts in me will inherit the land and possess my holy mountain. God doesn't honor idols. They're just things. They're things made with people's hands. God is all powerful. God said trust in him. And I want to let you know that there is an inheritance waiting for those who worship God in spirit and in truth. If we're worshiping idols, we're not worshiping in truth. 
or in spirit. God is a spirit. God is spirit. He is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. He's not a man. God is spirit. Glory to God. So how do we know what he looks like to make an image of him? Jesus said this to show us that we have an inheritance waiting for us. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Jesus is preparing a place for you right now as he's seated in the right hand at the right hand of God, the father. That's in John 14 and two. You see what God has revealed to you is what the apostle Paul said in Ephesians 1, 7. In him, in Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. You see how that scripture, it is truth, but I did it totally wrong because I was relying on myself, not on the blood of Jesus. It's not by your effort, your kindness, your charity, your love for your family, being nice to people. It's not even about changing your life around for what you used to do. I know many people say, I used to say, it. oh, I don't drink anymore. So, you know, I'm, I've changed. You know, God has helped me change. It's not about changing your life around from what you used to do. If you have, if you have, I'm happy for you. But that does not justify you to God. Neither do your sentiments of Virgin Mary candles, pictures, crosses in your car, jewelry or tattoos. Definitely not an altar that you build to burn sage and incense on. No, Jesus said, no one comes to the Father except through me. Period. There's no loopholes. There's no compromise. There's no, you see, but what happened was, no, nah, it's none of that. You either believe in him or you don't. Jesus said, if you believe in God, believe in me also, because that's who God sent to be the sin sacrifice for our sins. The Apostle Paul also say no man shall be justified by his flesh. No man shall be justified by the law. No flesh. That means no one. That means that we are incapable of fulfilling every law that God made in order to be justified to God. The only perfect being who was able to do it was himself. He put himself in human form in the person of Jesus Christ and he fulfilled it all for us. The wages of sin is death. If you break one law, you break them all. So good luck. But I don't want that for you. I want you to come to a knowledge of Christ. I want you to come to a knowledge that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life that no one comes to the father except through him. Now, I want to pray with you um, before we close this out. And I hope that 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 resonated with someone because I, I lived a long time thinking I could just get tattoos of crosses and Jesus and. And scripture on my body and that was going to be good 
Now, there's people out there who do a whole lot more. They, they worship different things and statues. And, and I, I'm going to tell you, God calls those thing, these things an abomination. And just listening, just that word, if you don't even know what abomination means, just by that word, you know it's bad. But if God calls it an abomination, you know it's pretty bad. So I, I want to caution you, um, trying to justify yourself to God. It, it's only one, one man that can justify us. One man brought us into sin, and the sin became part of our nature. And one man brought us out of sin. And brings us out of it and gives us righteousness to even go before God, to even pray to him. Glory to God. So I want to pray for you today. Bow your heads. And uh, Father in heaven, I pray, Father, for the listener of this message, Lord God. I pray, Father, that it that it connected with someone, Father. I pray that someone may have had a similar story to me, Lord God. Someone may be going through it right now, Lord God. Somebody may be uh, uh, just finding these things out and trying to figure it out, Lord. I pray, Father, that you would reveal yourself to them, God. Father, the Bible says that no one can even come to Christ unless you draw them to him. So I pray, Father, that you would draw the listener to Jesus, that he may reveal himself to them. And that they may be born again, Lord God, that they may be saved from death and brought into eternal life with you. I pray, Father, that they would know. That if they are ashamed of you here, then Jesus will be ashamed of them when he goes before you in heaven. So I pray, Father, that you will reveal how perfectly you love them and that you gave your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. And if we should believe in him, we will not perish, but have everlasting life. And we give you the praise and honor today in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. I'm praying for you guys, man. I'm praying for you. And I hope this this word um, resonates with you. If if it doesn't, if it's not for you, I'm pretty sure you got a friend out there who um, who you see is moving around like that, moving funny like I was back in the day. So share that. Share this message with them. Share this podcast with them. And um, I do want to I do want to extend an invitation to anyone who has been backsliding, anyone who has been um, straying from the faith, anyone who's straddling the fence and anyone who's just tired of living in sin. You are tired of your sinful ways. I want to give you an opportunity to ask God for forgiveness properly today. And I want you to bow your heads before the Lord. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I know I was a born sinner. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for all my sins. And I believe that on the third day, God, you raised him from the dead. I now repent of all my sins. Forgive me, Lord, for what I've done to myself and what I've done to others. Jesus, come into my heart and make me the person you want me to be. And by faith, I receive the Lord Jesus as my Lord, as my personal savior and my master. Now I want you to say, Jesus, save me, save my soul, forgive me of my sins, change me from what I used to be, transform me. 
and abide in me. In Jesus name. Amen. Ah, Glory to God. Glory to God. If you have said that prayer, I want to welcome you to the body of Christ. Yes, that's right. You have become the body of Christ. You have you have become a co-labor, a partner with Christ. And I want to encourage you from this point on. If you're still going to be living, <laughs> you're going to have to you're going to have to walk this walk out with Christ and you're going to have to walk it out having some knowledge, some power and some understanding. And so I want to encourage you to to join your local church, um, a Bible teaching church. Not a church that teaches you to worship idols, a Bible teaching church that teaches you how to pray, teaches you how to read your Bible, teaches you how to meditate in your word. And that will lead you in holiness. If you don't have a church, my church is Love and Unity Christian Fellowship. It's in the city of Compton. You can look it up online and you'll find it. We're online services and we're in person. I, I welcome you, but you are more than welcome to go to your local church and just pray and ask God to help and lead and guide you. That's what he sent the Holy Spirit in this earth for so that it can lead and guide us. It is it, we make plans, but it's God who establishes our steps. So I pray that God will be a, a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. And I want to give you some homework today. If you're not a Bible reader, I want to encourage you to read the book of John, the gospel of John. And I don't care if you read it for 10 minutes. I don't care if you read it for five hours. After you read, I want you to pray and ask God to reveal to you what you just read. And this is going to be your real full introduction of who Jesus is and why he came, who you are and who he calls you to be. Now, if anything in there I didn't say or I said wrong, don't worry about that. You follow what that Bible says. Glory to God. Test my test my word against that word. OK, so I want to encourage you read the read the book of John. And um, I want you to, like I said, pray afterwards and um, God bless you guys, man. I, I love you guys. And I want to encourage you today. If you would like to support this ministry, this spiritual fitness ministry, I go out and I pray in different cities. I give out Bibles and different literature for those who come to Christ and those who are maybe straddling the fence and not sure, have questions about God. I also do online of videos and podcasts. So this ministry has it, it comes with a cost. But if you would like to support this ministry, you can sow a seed of faith into the word of God and the work of the Lord in promoting the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just the same way you may have gotten saved. Someone else needs to needs to hear this message. So by clicking the cash lap Inc. or you can go to the website. It's it's uh, www.cash.app forward slash dollar sign Christ partnership. So that's cash app dollar sign Christ partnership. And you can sow a seed of faith and watch God move in your life, because if you, as you bless God's preachers and his ministers to do the work of the Lord, God will surely bless you. He said, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over men shall give into your bosom. 
That's what his word says. So I encourage you, if you want to plant a seed of faith, please do so. It's on Cash App, dollar sign Christ Partnership. I'm new to this thing, so, so bear with me. Message me if you have a problem or if you have some questions on how to give, and I'll send you the link personally. But God bless you. I love you with the love of the Lord, and I'll catch you guys on episode three. God bless y'all.